Houston's Star of Hope mission brings you a moment of hope. Could you spare a little hope today? Hi, this is Scott Arthur. The Star of Hope Banquet is our annual fundraiser. But it's, it's always more than that. It's time for donors and supporters to get together and share their common cause to help Houston's homeless one life, one family at a time in the name of Jesus Christ. We will sometimes refer to our clients as God's broken children. And on this particular night, our annual testimony was literally one of God's children. He was a teenager named Courtney. Now, before you go visualizing our speaker with tattoos and a nose ring, wearing an uncomfortable tie and an ill-fitted suit, you need to know something. This was a teenager who was forced to grow up too soon, but just in time to take care of his family in crisis. And as you listen to this exceptional young man, see him with erect posture, looking like a statue, showing off his ROTC uniform and his many medals, and flashing a smile warm enough to melt a snowball. Good evening, everybody. I am blessed to be here today. My name is Courtney Williams, and I am a 17-year-old senior at Jack Yates High School. As you probably would have guessed, I'm enrolled in the school's ROTC program. My question is, as a teen, have you guys ever dreamed of the day that you would be totally independent, never to have to you know, worry about your mom and dad, and you have to depend on them for everything? the time where you get to make your own decisions. I used to think that it would be the best feeling in the world, but then again, the time came and it wasn't so sweet. December the 19th was the day that it happened. It was a typical morning. My family and I headed our separate ways, my mom to work, my twin brother and sister headed off to school as well as myself. We were pretty excited because it was the last day of school before Christmas break. So once we got there, classes went by swiftly and there was very little work. And once the bell rang, everyone left with smiles stretched across their faces. Like, you know. And it was an awesome day. I had intentions of coming home to relax with my family, my mom, my brother and sister and even my friends, but once I got there, it was a note on the door waiting for me. The note gave me instructions on where to go because no one was home, the lights were off and everything, so I couldn't for the life of me figure out where my mom had gone. For hours and hours, I waited and waited, but no one came home. The most conceiving, frightening thoughts went through my head as I sat there wondering where my mom was. As these thoughts float, they, they went through my head, tears started rolling down my cheeks because I didn't know where my mom was. And not only was she missing, but my entire family. And they were gone without a trace. So. For the first time in my life, I had an apartment to myself, just me, myself, and I. And I, had, I could have done whatever I wanted to, but in the same sense, I was terrified. And ironically, 
I found out that my mom had been rushed to the hospital and fallen ill while I was in school with something called Gambre, I'm sorry. Luckily, by the time school reopened, my mom had come home, but inside it was shattering to see her struggle to do the simplest things such as walk, feed herself, or even bathe herself. As time progressed, I, I really couldn't stand to see her in so much pain. Eventually, she gotten better, thank God. She began, to, she began making plans to return to work, but sad to say she was rejected her reinstatement because of her illness and the possibility of it returning. Being that she was the only source of income for our family, being a single mother and all, our income had literally dropped to zero. And for nearly two years, my family lived with no money whatsoever. So by the grace of God, we survived on government assistance alone. Months later, we were evicted from our apartment because we couldn't afford to pay the rent. And we nearly lost everything. Then one night, we received help and they came and picked us up and we were driven to Starve Hope Family, Women and Family Emergency Facility. And that night we slept on the floor as overnight guests. Everyone knows that being homeless is no fun. I sat on my mat crying and praying to God that we would get a room. By his grace, the next morning we did. And from there on, I know that God has blessed me. For one, we were, transfer we were transferred to TLC Transitional Living Center which is the other star of hope, similar to an apartment. Then again, the teen program has helped me by providing me with the stable, and they provided me with the, stabi the stability to be here today, and they put my mind at ease. Weeks later, U of H students volunteered in the kitchen, and they were serving us at the time, and I met up with the debate coach as well as the captain, and they've talked to me. And they figured out that I was interested in attending U of H to further my career in aeronautical engineering. And they invited me over to the school just to see a one of the debate tournaments. And to my surprise, they let me meet the president of the university as well as the financial aid assistant who ironically gave me a full-ride scholarship. That was the good news. The bad news is late within my junior year, I found out that I was still classified as a freshman because of my mom's sickness and me taking care of her so long. I felt that there was no hope for me at all whatsoever, and the only way for me was to drop out. So I was on the verge of breaking down, and I prayed and I worked hard. And within a month of my, the last month of my junior year, I caught up and I'm gonna be able to graduate this year as a senior, class of 2012.
all it took was prayer and faith. Sometimes I look back and I laugh. Sometimes I cry. But then I think about the price Jesus paid for us and the fact that it was far worse than my situation. If it weren't for him, I don't know where I'd be. Today, my goal is to continue my education and become an aeronautical engineer. And the whole thing about being independent, that's, that's gone. It's out the door. <laughs> it's been replaced by the words of Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10, which says, two are better than one, because they have a good return for their labor. If one falls, his friend can help him up. But pity the man who falls and has no one to help him up. I want to thank you all, wonderful friends of Star of Hope, for helping my family and me by picking us up after we had fallen. Because of you all, things through Christ were made possible. Thank you. The Star of Hope mission provides services to over a thousand homeless every day. Half of them are women and children. We have a program designed just for teenagers allowing them their own space as they are counseled and mentored by youth ministers to deal with the present and look forward to the future with an eye on college, employment, and their faith. For more stories and testimonies, visit SOHmission.org. Click on Change Lives. Well, that's it for now. Until next time, keep a soul full of joy and a heart filled with hope. A Moment of Hope is produced and presented by the Star of Hope Mission. Ending homelessness one life, one family at a time by providing services to more than 1,000 homeless men, women, and children each day in Houston. Could you spare a little hope today? For more information or to donate to the Star of Hope Mission, please visit SOHmission.org.